Welcome to the Sacred Ancestry Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Worm, and today I'm so excited for this guest, such a special person. Her name is Lisa Gumenek, and uh, she went through a healing journey after being so overwhelmed by stress and an overworked type life. And in uh, after that, she really went through this healing journey that changed her life, and now she's changing other people's lives through coaching, through NLP, through color healing, dowsing. I mean, she just does everything. Uh, EFT tapping, holistic nutrition is just wonderful. I'm so happy. And please, uh, can you introduce yourself more to the to the audience, Lisa? Yeah, thanks so much for having me on and uh, and yeah, listening to this this podcast and, and having a little chat. Um, yeah, I've got a few little bits and pieces in my <laughs> in my toolkit, don't I, Thomas? Um, and it's because, like you said, I went on my own healing journey. So, you know, I was brought up in, uh, you know, a beautiful, loving family uh, with, you know, my grand- grandparents. One side of the family came from Poland, hence my son, my maiden name, which is uh, Gumanik. And the other side, my mum's side, came from Italy. You know, my grandparents worked really, really hard. Um, they were also in the war, um, so that affected them. And, um, yeah, you know, loving parents who who support me and, you know, obviously went to school and uh, and then, you know, went into, into the workforce. And so I did the very best that I could uh, and just, like, worked really hard. And I took on that, you know, mentality from my parents and from my grandparents because being – migrants it's you know it's all about working hard and creating this life for you know the the family and and a better life and so i just went about working and and working hard and uh and then i i worked myself into the ground so you know there's a, a lot of i guess chaos and a lot of stress and anxiety that i also placed on myself and uh and then in 2013 i became unwell so at the beginning of the year and even halfway through the year, you know, I had a great corporate career of kicking goals in my projects, performing and delivering at work. You know, I won awards. I won staff member of the, the year, outstanding achievement. And I was marrying, I was marrying the man of my dreams. And so I had all these things that were happening and I really felt like I was on top of the world and I was unstoppable. And then I guess, uh, or so I thought, uh, I guess the reality was, you know, I kept coming back to that. I was stressed. I was overwhelmed. Uh, I was overworking myself. I was depleting myself uh, in terms of, you know, nutrition. I was exhausted. I was doing 10 hours worth of intense exercise per week, included a 40K cycle on a Saturday morning with two boot cat sessions thrown in there. And I literally had no downtime, you know, in hindsight, my mind was on overdrive, my body was exhausted and depleted, and I had no idea how to process my emotions. And this thing called spirit, whatever that was, I was running on empty. Uh, I didn't know what self-care was. Um, I didn't know, you know, I, I knew that I didn't want to meditate, um, but I kept pushing and pushing and pushing myself until my body, my immune system ended up in tatters. So I had, uh, I fell ill with glandular fever. I had an autoimmune disease and then adrenal fatigue and Lyme disease and heavy metal toxicities and shingles. And I had a car accident in there as well. So, you know, the list goes on and on and on. And I was no longer to go on, no longer able to go on. And I'd also hit rock bottom. So it was a depleted mind, a depleted body and a depleted system. And, 
you know, I was unable to work for, for six years. So there's lots going on there. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like, uh, you know, really some major chaos in, in your life, you know, at that breaking point. And, and I like the way you use the word spirit, because I feel like when we don't listen to our minds, we don't listen to our bodies, it comes down to spirit just kicking us in the face sometimes. And then we listen, right? And that sometimes manifests as illness, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, um, you know, disease is dis-ease, um, you know, and that dis-ease can be in the mind, in the body, in the spirit, because, you know, we're not just a physical body. We're made up of those different components. And what happens with dis-ease or illness is that it actually happens in our energetic body and our energy field and in our thoughts before it comes into our physical body. So that part of spirit and emotions is something that is underestimated and undervalued, but is so important in that, you know, that healing journey. And that can often be where that chaos comes from in people's lives. So for me, you know, it's very much a chronic illness journey. Uh, but entwined to that is, you know, is mental health and is emotional health. And I guess if we talk about stress, you know, stress affects uh, in one study by the Center of um, Di um, Disease Control in America, identified that stress impacts 90% of people, or sorry, 90% of disease is a result of stress. And another study by uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton uh, identified, I think it was 95 or 98% of disease is as a result of stress. And who is in un under stress these days? And, you know, stress can be physical stress, mental stress, and emotional stress. Wow. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, stress is a killer, really. And uh, I think everybody is stressed to the max, you know, with everything going on right now. And stress is, is just a key word, I think, because it's... Uh, it really does damage the organs, the, you know, creates so much emotional blockages, right? And all that stuff is so connected. That mental emotional piece is really what causes the disease in 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 my opinion, you know. And I wanna I wanna go, I'm curious on how did you get Lyme disease and, and how did that come about and what's your journey with that specifically? Yeah, thank you for asking, Thomas. And I think it's um it's really important to share these stories because through these stories, you know, someone might be listening and say, oh, I've experienced part of that and that there is hope. So I started off with uh, with some symptoms. So th those symptoms were lack of energy. Um, after coming back from my honeymoon, I got back into my boot camp and people were overtaking me and I'm thinking, what's happening? I don't have, I don't have the energy. Usually I'm at the front of the line. I don't know what's going on. So it really started uh, from a physical man manifestation of, of energy levels and that chronic fatigue then crept in. But within a few weeks, I remember I was at work reading a two-line email. It was a really simple email and I could read the words, but they weren't actually sinking into my brain. And it was the most, it was a really, really scary thing. I thought there's something wrong, <laughs> something seriously wrong here. Like I literally there's something wrong with my brain. So this sort of fear crept in and then all these symptoms, one after the other, I started to have, you know, gut issues and, and whatnot. So it literally started off with these symptoms, 
which was then a few weeks later diagnosed with glandular fever. And then when I didn't recover from the glandular fever, I was then diagnosed with an auto, my first autoimmune disease, which was Sjogren's syndrome. And then later on, um, some autoimmunity with, uh, with thyroid. So it actually took me two and a half years from that point to be di- diagnosed with Lyme disease. And so I saw over 20 practitioners um, from, you know, doctors, naturopaths, uh, you know, traditional Chinese medicine. Like I tried all of these different things because I knew like something wasn't right. I don't, you don't go from being really well to being really unwell and not being able to walk upstairs and you know, take a yeah, not being able to walk upstairs without having to take a breath or, you know, to be housebound and to, to not be able to process things and, you know, have the, the cognition functionally, have the, you know, the functioning gut and not have all of these symptoms. So it was a really challenging um, journey to that point of diagnosis. But I guess that point of diagnosis to some extent was the start of the journey. And obviously I'm living in Australia over here and um, it's not very well known and, and uh, you know, the government um uh, sort of says Lyme disease is is not here and I think ultimately there's a little bit of a technicality there because there are a lot of pathogens uh, that are making people sick so you know I wasn't knowingly bitten by a tick um until actually a few years ago so I started to get better on my journey and then I was bitten by a tick uh, and then I got shingles at the site of that tick bite and then I had shingles for 10 months and that kind of put me back into bed and and um challenges with not being able to function again. So I went on this, obviously, this really big journey with with Lyme disease and the diagnosis and trying different uh, methods and modalities to, to get well. And, you know, some of those foundations, when we talk about the physical body, you know, it's the gas that we put in our body. You know, it's the, the petrol or the diesel, the fuel, uh, you know, what air are we breathing What food and water are we putting into our body? Because, you know, I had a friend whose car, uh, they put the wrong fuel in the car and literally 300 metres up the road, the car conked out and they needed to tow it, get it towed, you know, three hours back to Sydney and uh, and get it, um, get the fuel pumped out and and the correct fuel pumped in because they accidentally put in the wrong fuel (laughs) in this brand new car. Now, we as humans are the same. And so that fuel, as I said, is our, the food that we eat, the water that we drink. And so one of the first things that I started to do was look at what food am I consuming and what fuel am I putting in? And we can go for a long period of time without putting in the right fuel, unlike, you know, this episode with this car. So I was very much focused on the physical fuel, the food that I was eating, you know, what therapies or therapists do I need to see? You know, is it colonics or enemas or, you know, hypothermia, which is like heating the body up? You know, what supplements do I need to take or what, you know, medications do I need to take? What are the best practitioners that I need to be seeing? You know, what do I need to do? Acupuncture. Um, Do I need to have massage or lymphatic drainage? So, you know, there's lots of amazing therapies that can help support us with that what physically is happening in the body. But what I had missed for such a long time was the emotional and the spiritual aspects Um, because I didn't know what to do and and how to to get there and how to, I guess, like process it and who do I see? Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to have talk therapy. For me, you know, seeing a counselor, a psychologist was like, hang on a minute. I mean, as you can probably tell now, I, I love talking, you know, I can talk and I had friends and people that I could talk to about what was happening. But I actually needed, 
I needed solutions and I needed another way outside of what I knew. And, and talk therapy for me was just, was not solutions. Wow. So, so really it came down to the emotional level, mental level for you to, to overcome the Lyme disease, to overcome a lot of other stuff going on inside your body. And, and, you know, what's amazing is, uh, a book that you showed me, uh, the secret language of the body. Mm. You know, I had to get a copy once you showed me that I was like, I gotta, I gotta get that book. <laughs> um, so I actually got it in the mail yesterday right. and I was reading through it and I was like, Oh, what do I have? Okay. I have this, you know, I have, I have a gluten intolerance. Let's see what that says. And it's just like, Oh my God, that's me. You know? So it's, um, it's amazing how much our body talks to us. And if we just listen, if we just listen to our body, it's going to tell us exactly what we need. Right. Oh, yeah. And you, you've just said it so beautifully. What we don't realize is that our body holds and stores information. You know, there's a beautiful book called The Body Keeps Score. Uh, and the body does exactly that. You know, from the moment that we're born, uh, it remembers everything. You know, who was there, what they were saying, what they were doing, you know, who was at our first birthday party? Did we have a cake? What did it taste like? Um, and it, you know, this might sound a little bit a little bit woohoo, but our body does remember and we have the ability to access all of this. It's it's stored in our subconscious and and in our cells. But because we've become, and you know, I was like that as well, so left brain, you know, I was working, functioning from my left brain, not the creative side or not the subconscious side. And I didn't know how to access that side and I didn't know how to access my subconscious, uh, sorry, and my emotions. And so these emotions get stored in the body and like you said like this body the secret language of your body what's happening physically there is always an emotional component it might be the emotional component cause causes the physical thing or it might be you know the physical thing that's happening in the body might be sort of driving the emotion so with you know Lyme disease for example for me and the other chronic you know infectious illnesses that I've had you know it's I may have been bitten by something and I may have contracted Lyme disease. Um, but, you know, and these things are, are physically happening in the body, but there's very much emotional components associated with that and it's all tied in. So what was keeping me stuck? Um, well, I, I was kind of saying it as a question, but it, it's actually a statement. You know, there's a lot of emotional components that were keeping me stuck in, you know, illness and in this chaos and in this stress and anxiety. And I needed to work at an emotional and a spiritual level to help release that. Yes, definitely. It's it's all about holistic wellness, and and you know I kind of want to touch on some of the techniques that that you that you use to to overcome that. And and I think one of the first things um, I'd love to dive deep into is the the EFT or the emotional freedom technique tapping. And can you just tell the listeners what that is, how it like really helped you, and and all that. Yeah, thank you. EFT, also known as emotional freedom techniques or also known as tapping, is absolutely incredible. It is an amazing therapy and an amazing tool that you can have in your own toolkit. And it can be really, you know, it can be used really simply and you can learn how to do it uh, yourself. Are you actually open to a little bit of an exercise here, Thomas? Absolutely, yeah. Great. And, uh, and the listeners can take part as well. Just make sure that you're in a, in a place where you're not driving or, or using machinery and, uh, and not doing something that, um, you know, because it's, it's a, to some extent, it is a form of meditation. And so 
what it is, is it's tapping on different parts of your body with your hand. And it uses acupuncture. So for those who have or know about acupuncture, acupuncture uses needles on certain parts of the body uh, in acupuncture points. And acupuncture points are based on meridians or energy lines that run through the body. And so what's stored in these energy lines, these meridians, is energy, is, you know, emotions and, you know, our emotions and our thoughts get stuck in in our body, our organs, our tissues, our meridians. And meridians have been around for 5,000 years um, through traditional Chinese medicine. We can't physically see them, but we know that they're there. And so you can do your own acupuncture, as I said, using your hands. And it gets that energy moving and flowing. It gets thoughts, you know, your thoughts start to change. Uh, it also accesses the subconscious mind, but it also accesses the limbic system in the brain. And the limbic system is where our emotional center is. And so if you're, you know, overwhelmed or you're stressed, it can help reduce that stress. So people will often physically feel things moving and shifting and feel really relaxed. I did this um, on a podcast the other day and um, the person said straight after, they said, oh my goodness, I feel so relaxed. I literally want to go and have a nice little snooze. And that's what it can do. So, yes. Oh, I was just going to say, so uh, yeah, last time uh, we talked, you know, we, we kind of met up for a little bit and you reminded me about the tapping because I used someone through my healing journey and, and I kind of honestly, like I, I knew about it, I've done it and I kind of forgot about it. But since last time we talked, I've been tapping every day and actually I've been doing like a, a tapping routine in the shower with like hot water and then go into a cold shower and Wim Hof stuff kind of all together. Right. But the tapping has been like, wow, I just, I'm so happy you brought it back to my attention because I just want to reiterate what you're saying here is that the tapping I think is revolutionary. Like this is probably one of the most important things that humans know about right now, in my opinion, like it is huge. Oh, absolutely. And it's also evidence-based. There's over 140 clinical trials that have been done on emotional freedom technique, um, their impact on PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, stress, anxiety, overwhelm. Uh, it reduces cortisol. There's a beautiful study uh, that was done on, I think it was about 400 participants or 200 participants over the space of a four, four days. They were doing an EFT workshop and they had a number of tests done at the beginning of the workshop and then at the end of the workshop. And so they tested things like um, saliva cortisol and that decreased, as I said, by I think it was 39 or 40, 43%. Depression was about the same. And this immune marker called SIG-A had increased by 114%. Wow. Happiness had increased by about, you know, I think it was about 35 or 40%. Um, blood pressure had reduced by about 6 or 8%. So there's some really, really incredible statistics. I mean, you know, when we talk about, you know, the statistic that I, that I shared earlier was stress 90%. Uh, you know, of disease is caused by stress and stress is uh, the cortisol hormone, um, you know, impacts stress. So if we can reduce the cortisol hormone, you know, our stress levels, and then we can increase our immune system. And that's, that's where things come out of balance, you know, in our immune system, that's where also we become sick. So if we can support, you know, our, our stress levels, our, 
uh, our immune system, then we're going to be so much healthier. But I love what you said in terms of tapping and the shower and also doing Wim Hof. You know, I have cold showers um, every morning as well because that impacts the immune system. But I add that tapping component in as well, Thomas. So it's so great to hear that you've added it in. So I will literally, when I move the hot shower to, because I do hot, cold and hot, cold, I don't just do cold. Um, When I'm turning it over and it's going onto the cold, I'm literally tapping on my collarbone and I just tap and tap and tap for that period of time that I have it on cold. And, uh, and it, it really actually helps me get through without it. I really struggle to get through that cold, that cold component. And it's, it's like you said, it's been a real game changer for me in, in that process. Wow. That's so amazing. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that actually tapping through the cold. I love that. And, um, so are we going to do an exercise? Let's, let's do it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. So for those who are listening, so what I'd like you to do is tap on, your karate chop point and the karate chop point is on the side of your hand where your little finger is so on the on the soft side of the the side of the hand underneath the little finger so when we tap we tap for you know five to seven seven to ten times we don't count it we just you just tap and go okay i've I've done that now and then the next point we're going to move to is on the top of the head so right on the crown of the head and we tap there for five to seven times The next one is going to be on the inside of the eye, eyebrow. So the inside of the eyebrow, just above the nose and just choose one side of the body. It doesn't matter what side and just tap at the beginning of the eyebrow there. And then we're going to tap on the outside of the eye. So the other side of the eyebrow on the bony bit outside of the eye. And then we're going to tap under the eye on the bony bit under the eye. And then under the nose. And then the crease of the chin. So just below the lip. And the next one is going to be the collarbone. So where the collarbone is, um, you find that little bit in um, the ridge just under your neck. There's a little ridge there. And then go down by about one inch and off to the side. And generally, you'll find it feels like a little bit of a soft, squidgy bit. So we want to be tapping in that spot, in that spot, that soft, squidgy bit. And again, you can use one hand or you can tap on both sides. If you tap on one side of the body, the, the, uh, the body actually balances out. And then the last part is under the arm. So it's generally in line with the breast. So it's not in the armpit. It's a few inches down on the side of the body there. And then we breathe in and then we breathe out. So what we'll do is we'll do a round or so of tapping. And uh, so I invite you to have a think about, is there something that you feel a little bit stressed about at the moment? And just to rate that stress level out of 10. So Thomas, is there something that you might be, you don't need to share it with me in terms of what it is, but um, on a scale of zero to 10, is there something that you might be feeling a little bit stressed or distressed about? Yeah, you know, um, maybe overworking a little bit lately. Like, yeah, i got to work on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, um, you know, that is a lot of people with what's happening at the moment, that overworking, you know, definitely comes in into play. 
What uh, on a scale of zero to ten, ten being um, stressed, zero being neutral, where would you put that? Oh, probably a six, I think. A six, okay. Is there somewhere that you might feel it in your body? Um, yeah, like uh, right, right uh, shoulder blade. Yeah, right shoulder blade. And uh, is there a color associated with that? Oh, um, it's red. It's red. Beautiful. So, you know, we talk about the body giving us very various messages. And so like colors, uh, colors are a really good one as well. And what, um, is there a texture associated with that redness? Um, it's kind of grainy looking. Yeah. Yeah. And how big is it? Um, probably the size of a softball, maybe. Yeah. Does it have a smell? Hmm. No, no smell. Okay, beautiful. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to do some tapping. And with tapping, we actually say what's happening. So, you know, if it's overwhelm or if it's stress, we actually use those words. So what I'd like you to do is repeat after me. So you're going to start tapping on the karate chop point and then repeat after me, even though. Even though. I have this overwhelm. I have this overwhelm. In my right shoulder. In my right shoulder. And it's a six out of 10. And it's a six out of 10. I'm open to releasing this now. I'm open to releasing this now. It's safe to release this now. It's safe to release this now. Even though I have this overwhelm in my right shoulder. Even though I have this overwhelm on my right shoulder. And it's a six out of 10. And it's a six out of 10. I'm asking my body to release this now. I'm asking my body to release this now. Even though I have this overwhelm in my right shoulder. Even though I have this overwhelm on my right shoulder. And it's red in color. And it's red in color. Like the size of a softball. Like the size of a softball. I'm asking my body to release this now. I'm asking my body to release this now. It's safe to release this now. It is safe to release this now. And then we move to tapping on the top of the head and then repeat uh, whatever emotion comes up for you. So it is the um, feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Yeah, stressed. Yeah. Tapping on the inside of the eye, feeling stressed. Feeling stressed. Tapping on outside the eye, feeling stressed. Feeling stressed. Tapping under the eye, feeling stressed. Feeling stressed. And uh, under the nose, feeling stressed. Feeling stressed. Uh, the crease of the chin, feeling stressed. Feeling stressed. And the collarbone, feeling stressed. Feeling stressed. Tapping under the arm, feeling stressed. Feeling stressed. And taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And we'll take another breath in and another breath out. Yeah. So just, yeah. Wow. That pain is like totally gone. That is crazy. <laughs> so no feelings in your right shoulder now? No, it feels loose and like, oh, I'm actually getting an energy shift. Wow, there's a lot going on there. Wow, my whole body's feeling it now, just kind of releasing and moving around. That's amazing. Oh, mm. I needed that. Thank you, Lisa. Beautiful. And so, you know, what was what's the color there now? It's almost, uh, yeah, purple, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And And what texture is it and what size is it? Um, I think it's kind of like the whole, 
that whole shoulder blade more of like a it's not so much a sphere anymore it's just kind of like relaxed uh flat shape of purple that's it's really smooth mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah beautiful and everyone reacts and responds very differently to you know to the process and it's really about uh, ensuring that the words are specific to what's going on for you so you know it was that red color it was that right shoulder blade and you know the body you know we talked about earlier the body keeps score and you know the language of your body and so for you you know sometimes sometimes we think we need to go into a story to clear and process it and sometimes sometimes we do and we need to learn various lessons but other times uh, we can do things in a creative way and so in this way it was creative because we're using a lot of those colors and you know the right shoulder blade and that in itself is is was really helping to release it and you felt you actually had physical sensations of movement through the body yes definitely and, and i've and i've done a lot of qigong and other techniques like nigong and other things with energy in my body and it's definitely like like yes there's definitely stuff moving around like it feels like acupuncture really like when you get acupuncture it's like yes there's stuff moving around it's it's amazing mm. And, you know, you had mentioned shoulders. And so, um, you know, shoulders is often, you know, we, we, we spoke about there's always an emotional component to things that are happening physically in the body. And so shoulders is, can be about, and these are generalizations, but you knew specifically uh, about what your overwhelm was about. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the overworking is, you know, it's about shoulders is often about carrying the world on your shoulders and holding too much strain and stress and worry it might be feeling insecure, unsure, frightened, overwhelmed. Um, and often dro droopy shoulders, for example, might indicate lack of joy or seriousness and focusing on problems rather than solutions. Um, so it's really beautiful that, um, you know, you can move and shift the energy, the emotions that are associated with it, and also the stories. Right, right. That's what's so amazing is, is uh you know, with my NLP coaching stuff that I've done with my clients and, and I love NLP so much. And I think this really is tapping into that subconscious where you can, you know, change your beliefs about something just through tapping. That's what's it's, you know, I really liked you. You said earlier um, when we met about NLP being somewhat intrusive. And I would agree with that. It's, it's a process, right? To do a mapping across or to do a limiting belief swap or a timeline therapy process. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's deep intellectual. It's, it's, it's intrusive. I really like that description. I'm um, not in a bad way. It just takes time where the tapping, I think you're tap. I really do believe you're tapping into that same, that same possibility just through acupuncture way yourself. Yeah. And it's really beautiful to use both um, tools and techniques together. So I, I do a lot of uh, obviously EFT with the NLP um, and I find that, uh, you know, the, the results can come about even quicker because the tapping. So, you know, when you're doing NLP, it's very much using, you know, using the mind uh, and accessing, the, you know, the subconscious mind and those deeper parts of you. Uh, but we but the tapping obviously gets the energy moving and flowing, like physically moving and flowing. So where things might be a bit stuck, that process just can help move it um, even quicker. But also because it um, it impacts well, it impacts the nervous system. So, you know, we go into that fight, flight, freeze mode. 
um, often, and that's often, you know, when when you know emotions get stuck or those limiting beliefs that we talk about, uh, and helping people to get to where it is that they need. You know, there, there is this stuckness, and so uh, EFT helps to reduce that fight, flight, freeze mode. It, it helps to take you out of that mode, uh, and so using it in combination can be really beautiful and really powerful because, you know, people might be sort of stuck in some of those stories, but that tapping combined, you're like, wow. Right. And, and it's, that's just amazing. The NLP and tapping, like, yes, I love it. And, uh, I'm curious on, you know, how did this tapping specifically help you through your healing journey? Like, what are some of the things that, that really changed here for you with the tapping in in your personal story? Yeah, it's something that I use every day because of the you know number of years of chronic illness and you know and not feeling well and being very much stuck in in that and stuck in that story and you know there are still I get some very symptoms sometimes um, you know the last few days actually have been a little bit challenging for me and it can be very easy for the brain to go into those stories of oh I'm sick again or I'm never going to get well again and and that negative self talk when you know when there's some toxicity in the body but the EFT helps to break that down and I can actually, you can use it because you can say exactly what's happening in terms of like, I'm feeling really terrible. Like, why am I feeling really terrible? Um, as opposed to just saying to yourself, I just need to think positively. I just need to think positively. Um, you know, you're thinking negatively and saying these negative thoughts for a reason. So it really helps to move and shift those and break those layers down. And so uh, for me, it was a real eye opener that I could actually say exactly what I was thinking as opposed to having to think positively because you know when you are stuck in that negative mindset it can it's um you know you kind of you want to express it uh and there's a disconnect between you know this this positive thought and how you're feeling and so it really helps to bridge the gap because you clear like we did with yourself just then those negative thoughts and emotions and feelings and then when they're cleared then you can actually start to you know imprint or bring into play a lot of that positive stuff like oh actually maybe maybe this is temporary and and maybe I'm going to be able to get through this and the body goes well maybe no actually you can you've you've done it before you've been at this better place it is possible so it really helps to create a really deep shift and it's something that you can do on your own as as you said you know I do it every morning uh in the cold showers that helps me to uh, to get through those cold showers when sometimes my brain is saying, no, maybe just do it tomorrow. Right. Uh, and I say, no, we're doing it today. And this tapping is going to help and support me. Oh, that's so awesome. And, and, uh, one of the other techniques I saw that, that you employ is the three T's. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. The three T's is, uh, thoughts, uh, trauma and, uh, and toxins. And so, you know, that they are what creates stress. So T being thoughts, what is it that we're thinking? And so you can use, you know, tapping, for example, uh, to help shift a lot of those thoughts and break those thoughts down because then those thoughts become uh, emotion, uh, become beliefs, and then they also become emotions, uh, which are, you know, more ingrained and you actually feel the emotions in the body. So you've got the thoughts, then you have the the uh the toxins 
And so, you know, toxins could be, you know, emotional toxins. They could be toxic relationships. I mean, they can also be toxic thoughts. They could be toxins in terms of, you know, the air that you're breathing or the food that you're putting into your body or, you know, the water. So, you know, toxins can be physical, they can be mental, they can be emotional. So really working, you know, with yourself or with clients to identify what are, what are those toxins uh, that are creating that dis-ease for you, whether that be, you know, that physical disease, mental or spiritual disease. And then, you know, traumas, what traumas have you experienced in your life that are, you know, stuck in your body or keeping you in this situation? And so traumas, there's two different types of traumas. There's what we call little T traumas and there's also big T traumas. And a lot of people associate traumas with, you know, abuse or, you know, severe car accidents or severe illnesses. And when my practitioner had actually said to me, Lisa, I think you have trauma in your nervous system. I thought, oh my goodness, that was one thing that resonated with me to the core. And I said, yes, I I think I do. But I I, I don't feel like I I really have these traumas because, you know, I've, I've had a really good family upbringing. My husband has supported me. You know, we've had finances to support a number of the therapies that I've been doing. So I, I feel like I should be really grateful. I don't feel like I should have these traumas. But there's also these little T traumas. I mean, I had a I had a car accident and that can impact the nervous system. So that's probably actually a big T trauma where I was just sort of downplaying it, saying, oh, you know, trauma shouldn't really affect me. Um, but our mobile phone going off every single day or emails coming through, the work our work demands, you know, what was happening in your scenario just now, Thomas, you know, that is that's a trauma. And when you have it every single day, it's chronic you know, traumas and chronic impact on the nervous system and on that fight, flight, freeze mode and on that, on the cortisol, constant stress is, is a trauma. So really identifying what those traumas are. And as we said, the body keeps score and the body knows and remembers. And for some people, you know, I've worked with 40 year old men who, who are able to go back, you know, you're talking about along that timeline, and, you know, there was a trauma of when he was just born, literally a few hours after being born, uh, he was able to access and, you know, have this sense of knowing about something that had happened to him. But, you know, we also talk about, you know, spirituality being really important. And for some people, that trauma could be generational trauma. It could be ancestral trauma. It could also be, uh, for those who are open to it, it could be past life trauma. Uh, or, you know, for some people who, who may not believe in past life, it might be uh, whatever's coming up in, in their mind and whatever they're visualizing. It could be a visual representation and a creative representation for what's happening in the brain and the body. Wow. Yes. The three T's. I love that so much. Cause that, that really does, I think hit, you know, mind, body, spirit. What are your three T's? What are we working on today? Like, I just love that. That's such a powerful tool. You know, what are the three T's and, um, I'm going to take that and, and, and use it on myself. I love it. And, uh, yeah. yeah and, great. you know, like you're speaking about the, the past life regression and timeline therapy and, 
And I do believe that the the past life stuff is possible for some people. You know, I've witnessed that with my own clients and, you know, things like Michael Newton's work as, you know, Live Between Lives is really interesting. I love his work and and I'm not sure if you're familiar with that at all, are you? Uh, I, I've heard of him, but not in detail, no. So it's more of, you know, a lot of hypnosis, a lot of hypnotherapy with thousands of clients and having all similar experiences of, you know, between lives going to this council and actually choosing the life that they want. So it's almost scripted out, like the injuries they're going to have, the love losses they're going to have, how they're going to die, like all that stuff, they choose it before they reincarnate. And, you know, that is like some super woo-woo stuff, right? But <laughs> these these yeah. clients, they all talked about it, like they thousands of people talked about this and, and Michael wrote a whole book about it. And it was, it's just really interesting that, you know, if we go deeper in the spiritual realm, you know, and get really woo, woo I think there is some stuff like past life regression happening for some people or past life traumas that are, that are real for people that we're carrying around that we don't even know. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I've experienced it uh, myself and, you know, being, I say, being left, very left brain previously and, uh, you know, working in corporate career and sort of growing up with like working and working hard and, and using the mind, uh, then that creative side and this, you know, hypnotherapy and accessing the subconscious mind and past lives, I was like, what? No, this isn't, this isn't possible. I'm creating this. I'm creating this story or this, this imagery. And the more that I experienced it, the more that I realized, actually, no, I'm not creating this. This is real. And other people are experiencing it. And it is, it is amazing. I mean, I, I do a lot of soul work as well with myself and, and clients and even, you know, clients who are starting out and, and haven't, uh, experienced a lot of this often the sessions actually take them there you know when obviously I help to guide them I do we do tapping that calms them down gets them into that subconscious and then I ask them questions and they go on this exploratory journey and you know the lessons the imagery that they have it's really beautiful and a lot of it does end up being soul related it might be um you know, they, they feel and envisage white light or feel like they're connected to, uh, you know, there's this, this feeling of oneness. Um, it's, yeah, it's incredible and very powerful. And it can be, as you said, that these things that have happened previously or these thoughts or these imageries, these past lives um, have been keeping us stuck in this life. And, I, and I've seen that happen where going through this journey and this transformation, people just have this, um, the word I was going to use awake, it was awakening, but that's a little bit woohoo, but it kind of, it is, it's this, um, you know, I guess this clearing or this, this cleansing. And, and I guess I use the terminology that I use is chaos to clarity. And it really is this clarity. I love that. I love that so much. And, uh, you know, I think time is starting to get to us here, but where can people find you and, um, how can they connect with you and, and all that? Thanks, Thomas. Uh, my website, which is lisagumanik.com, that's Lisa Gumanik, G-U-M-I-E-N-F-N-E-L-I-U-K.com. Uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook page and Instagram, which is Lisa Gumanik Coach, and Facebook group, which is uh, Chaos to Clarity Reset. 
Nice. I love it. So all that stuff will be in the show notes for all the listeners and, you know, feel free to reach out to Lisa because she is just an amazing person, an amazing journey. And, you know, I really hope uh, you come back on the show because I really feel like we just tapped the surface today. Yeah, literally tap the tap the surface. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. That would be that would be wonderful. It's been so great to chat with you uh, and the beautiful audience. And I hope that um, you know they've experienced something, or it's it's popped a little thought in there that maybe there is some hope, uh, and maybe that they can gain some clarity in a way that you know, if they're going through something that is chaotic and thinking, oh, I don't know if this is possible. You know, I used to think that it wasn't wasn't possible, but going through this beautiful journey and having all of these experiences, it is possible. And, and I know, Thomas, that, you know, you've shared your journey, part of your journey with me and, you know, you hadn't uh, had realized that this was possible and you've got, you have some beautiful tools and techniques in, in your toolkit as well to be the amazing practitioner that you are. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. That means a lot. And uh, wow. Thanks. And any last thoughts before we, before we get going? Yeah, just that, that just re reaffirming that uh, chaos to clarity is possible. Uh, and if you feel that, uh, if you feel that A, it's not possible, uh, or you don't know how to get there, then reach out, you know, reach out to Thomas, reach out to myself or another, you know, practitioner that's on Thomas's podcast um, that, you know, where they share things that really feel like they resonate because, you know, we've both been in those situations where we've been stuck and yes, we do absolutely have the tools within us, but we often need that guidance to help us to, to access those tools. Oh yes. I a hundred percent agree with that. You know, if you're stuck, just reach out because there's so many practitioners out there that can help you. And, and I love that. And, and, uh, you know, for all of you out there listening, I just want to encourage you to go out there and find your sacred ancestry and really dive deep into yourself and find some unconditional love and compassion and take a deep breath. All right. 